You know, sometimes in the middle of the week, I'll find a quiet moment to come into this church and to just be. And I often wonder, looking around, good Lord, if only these walls could talk. I'd hear the voice of a 165-year-old. I imagine this voice would be dignified and steady, but quick to laugh and sing praises. The voice of this place might get loud and boisterous and maybe even kind of guffawing when it recounts stories of being filled with children and counselors at our kids' vacation academy. It would perhaps get a little misty-eyed as it tells about countless baptisms and weddings, reveling in that deep, quiet joy. When asked about funerals, I imagine the voice of this place going prayerfully silent, knowing that silence is the only thing that could possibly describe the grief held in this room for 165 years. It's a voice that knows that silence is perhaps the only thing to say when we rub elbows with our mortality, when we rub elbows with our hope in the resurrection. I imagine the voice would get that particular lilt of a proud great-great-great-great-great-great-grandparent when it speaks of Sunday morning. How for 165 years, the kids come over every week to sing beautiful music, to pray for one another, and to share a cup of coffee. I imagine the voice shifting from subtle pride to outright bragging when it speaks of the amazing ministries carried out so faithfully and so well. Now when we get to this point in the conversation, well, I get very quiet. I may be a millennial, but I know better than to interrupt an elder who is proud of their great-great-great-great-great-great-grandkids. Good Lord, yes. If only these walls could talk. What might they say to you? My friends, I am keenly aware of the awkwardness of asking you to give money to St. Paul's on a day like today where some of our sister churches are experiencing a very real and existential threat. On a day like today where members of our own parish family were calling and texting me between the services to say that they're staying home, to be ready to leave with animals and children. I've been asking myself over and over for the last couple of days, Who are we to collect pledge cards and eat pie when the world is burning? Well, we're a church and we're a strong one to boot. For 165 years since a group of people got together and said, hey, let's be a church. There's been a bunch more people who said, okay, let's do it. Let's be a church. 
So this morning, with all of our anxieties and with all of our fears, let's do it. Let's be a church. Let's be a strong one. Today, let's set aside time for some of the stuff that matters. Let's set aside our time, our effort, and yes, our money, so that we can be a thriving place that ministers to God's people. The people who are joyful and the ones who are suffering. So that we can be a place of springs for those who wander through the desolate valley. So that we can be a rock for our sister churches in crisis. Let's give what we can because we believe that the stuff that happens here matters so much that we absolutely cannot hold on to it ourselves. But most importantly, more important than sharing your money or your time, I ask that you make a pledge to share the good news this year. Pledge to tell someone about a time that you felt the presence of God in your life. Pledge to invite a neighbor to church. Pledge to go home today and to share the video we're going to watch in a few moments on your social media account with your own word that describes this place, that describes St. Paul's. My brothers and sisters, pledge today to give joyfully of the gifts that you have received. Amen.